From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Techie Magyar, and this is Blindside. The entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short form video documentaries. In the spring of 2017, myself and former Sandwich TV employee Payson Tickham spoke with Doug Rue and Hilary Osborne. Both are painters and share a gallery in Falmouth, right off of 28. The two talk about their origins, inspirations, and passion for painting right here on Cape Cod. I know this might be a long story, but talk about how you got involved with painting. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, so I uh, was in high school. I had a great high school art teacher um, in Sharon, Mass, Janet Eldridge. She really encouraged me to get interested in the arts, and she encouraged me also to go to college for fine arts. So I uh, took her direction, and I went to UMass Amherst and studied fine arts. And I was going to be a sculpture major, loved working in three dimensions, and was fascinated by that. But it was around my third year I realized it would be really hard to do this on my own in a foundry. You know, I, wasn't, I didn't live near one, so I thought, I'm going to take a color class and see how that goes. And around that time, I started painting. This was probably my junior year. Got started, and I never looked back. I fell in love with working in color and painting and went on to get a master's degree in North Carolina and then moved back to the Cape here to be close to my mom. And... Um, Shortly thereafter, I met Doug. Yeah, yeah, and I, <coughs> I grew up in the Middle East, and uh, I always admire the crafts, crafts people there. I mean, people are really good with their hands. They can, you know, the metal workers and the woodworkers, and so I was like the, the craft aspect of it. And then I, you know, so I admired people like Da Vinci and Michelangelo, and, and I went to a high school in Vermont, <coughs> Putney School, and we had a big art art department there, and then went on to, you know, do. Uh, I ended up de back here at the lab where both my grandfathers were scientists, and I did scientific illustration, that sort of thing, for a little bit. And then I was doing. Um, yeah, at MBL. Yeah. And then um, I went back to RISD and finished up, and uh, uh, was doing illustration for a while for magazines and, you know, freelance. Back then you could, you, we did it with a fax machine, right? <laughs> and then slowly, you know, we were able to make, make it work as, as painters, and that became a full-time thing. So we've been now like 17 years full-time painting, painting every day all the time. So that's been great. We've been very lucky in that way. You also had a nice um, experience at the Schuler School. Yeah, and so I went to a, a, the school in Baltimore, an old master atelier, where we ground our own pigments, very classical training, 19th century training. Yeah. And we learned the anatomy of everything, and, and it's a very classical. And then so, you know, Hillary comes from that a little bit of an abstract background, and then we kind of meet in the middle. Yeah, it was funny yeah. because I thought when I was in school that I would be an abstract painter. I loved abstract expressionism, yeah. uh, Richard Diebenkorn, yeah. uh, all of those yeah. um, great New York artists. and. Uh, it turned out that when I went to school down in North Carolina, we were, uh, had a class in, in painting out in the landscape, and I yeah. kind of fell in love with doing that. Yeah. And when I moved up here, I was surrounded by this natural beauty. I thought, yeah. I'm going to continue Yeah, we, that. we were actually friends for a few years. We used to go painting together. Yeah. And then, uh, 
that morphed into all this. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> morphed. Shared life together. Yeah. I mean, just listening to it, I feel like there's so many things about, because you guys are successful artists, you guys do this full time for work, and you guys yes. are also a couples. Right. So there's a lot of interesting aspects to you guys, your work and your life. Right. Yeah, there's actually a lot of things that, that make it easier being a couple. Because, you know, we share the, we share the gallery and the work. And, the, you know, for one person to have a, a, a gallery is quite, quite hard. It's a lot of work. There's, there's all the other stuff that, that matters. And then there'd be a lot of time just kind of manning the gallery. So when we're in here, we, we alternate days and we're, we're working at the easel. And, you know, we find that we have a big enough range that, you know, usually something will appeal to somebody. You know, if, if, if my work isn't right, then Hillary's might be. And we can, we can share that because we're a couple. You know, we don't have this kind of competitive thing. Right. Uh, it's all good for our family. And right. <laughs> Although early yeah. on, I think, before we really got hooked up, you know, at the very beginning, there, is a li there was right. a little bit of a competition. Or yeah, which a is, can be a good thing. You yeah. Know, it can spur it, you, on. you It pushes the other person to do better. You come in in the morning and the other person has done something really interesting. you got to kind of catch up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> to motivate yourself. Yeah. yeah. So can you guys talk about a little bit of how you guys got connected just originally, like how you met? And yeah, well, we uh, actually met here in Falmouth at the Falmouth Arts Center, the Falmouth Artists Guild. Yeah, and they had a figure drawing class. class. Which Doug was, was running. It was kind of an open session. Yeah. There was no instruction. He was in charge of getting the model. And I remember I had just gotten through my, getting my master's degree, and I came into this group, joined in. This was in 94, I think, yeah. 1994. And uh, I, was, I had a really big ego because I just got my master's degree, and I felt really full of myself. So I, I walked into this group thinking, oh, everybody's going to be so impressed with me, and they're going to look at what I'm doing. And, there were about 10 artists and they were all very curious. They came up to see what I was doing and you know, they were asking me questions and I noticed this one person on the other side of the room did not pay any attention to me and I was like, who is this person? He's not even looking at what I'm doing. What's well, going on? technique. So I go over to see what he's doing and it's this beautiful Michelangelo-like figure. His anatomy was spot on, his lines were fluid, it was confident, it was beautiful and I was very humbled at that moment and I felt, oh, he's so good. And it was a great, great starting point because I wanted to get to know him and figure out who is this guy who's so good. Yeah, later, later we both, at the Katamon Art Center, both had separate studios. And, you know, it was kind of interesting because, you know, Hillary had all the people who loved her work and she was there longer. So she had a, quite a good following. Yeah. And then uh, it just worked, when this opened up, it just worked perfectly. It's, you know, yeah. we, it's kind of a funny thing being an artist. You need a, you need a beautiful place to work, you know. So, you know, artists are in this funny position of, you know, they usually don't have a lot of, you know, resources to, to live in a great place and rent a great studio and all that. So Doug, it just kind of worked out. Yes. Yeah. Doug had a nice studio down in Woods Hole, and there would be several artists that would go, we'd go out, plan our painting together. I think it was like Sunday morning. And this is one of the things that cinched the deal for the relationship for me. Uh, we'd go down there and Doug would be waiting with a pot of coffee and we'd linger over coffee and then we'd go out painting. And I have to say it was the best coffee I ever had and I was like, this is just too good. And we'd linger as long as we could over the coffee and then we'd finally, somebody would say, we should probably go out painting before it's like the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was a nice time. Good coffee always helps. Yeah. Coffee was great. Yeah, we love coffee, so we know that. Yeah. We get that good old McDonald's. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, do you think when you first met Doug, were you more attracted to him 
as, as a person or as an artist? It's kind ah. of interesting. Well, I, 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 I liked his personality for sure because he was very thoughtful. And another thing that I really kind of clinched the deal for me was that he had a dog at the time and he was, he took care of the dog really well. So I thought, you know, he makes a good cup of coffee, he's responsible, he takes care of his dog, and he's a great artist. Well, I you mean, know, it's funny couldn't go wrong. If you, if you try to make a go at it as an artist, you really have to be completely motivated, you know, because there's a lot of times when, when it's rough and you can easily drop out. So, you know, we were both very interested in being an artist, yes. you know, and very determined. So that's part of it. You know, you want to find someone with a like, like-minded, similar interests. Yeah, neither of us were casual in the beginning. We were very focused on painting as yeah, much no, as we could. Yeah, and still, it's an important part yeah. of our life. You know, if we weren't doing this, it wouldn't be right. You know. Yeah. So. Do you guys ever work on pieces together? We actually never do that. We might have done that once. We did it one time. Somebody requested that that we both work <laughs> on yeah. a painting together. And so we did that. We do, we do a lot of commissions because we're, we're not a gallery, we're a studio. We call it a gallery, but it's, a, it's really a studio. Yeah. So people can work directly with us. So if they don't see just what they want, they'll, you know, we'll, we go to people's beaches or uh, we'll do portraits from, even from photographs or people come in or even still life commissions. So, yeah. so we, do, we do custom work we do, and, and we do a lot of it. Yeah. So I mean, with a gallery, it's a little hard to do that because you've got to work through the middle person. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and and our work is not identical. So typically, you wouldn't yeah. have both of us working on a piece because it it's not really um, true to that person. You have the both visions working in that piece. Uh, in this one particular piece that we did, uh, it was a portrait, and it it was fine, but it's not something that we would do probably all the time. Yeah. Interesting. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah There's some artists that do that. Yep. You know, they're, they're a couple and they make a point of doing everything together. together. But stylistically, we are slightly different. And I yeah. think you want to yeah. maintain that integrity and keep true to who you are as an artist so that what the person is interested in is what they're going to get. Yeah, for example, in, when the weather's good, like now, we're, we're out painting a lot. And the views we pick are always opposite. Yeah. You know, she'll, she'll look this way, she wants the open big thing, and I want to look this way at the, at the you know, Vignette details the close, yeah. and things to look through. So we, we kind of a, have a different sensibility in terms of the composition. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, so talking about just a little bit about being an artist and being a working artist, I think it's, it's pretty known that it's very difficult, and you yeah. talked about yeah. that, you need to have that drive. Yeah. Can, you, can you kind of express like your, not how you kind of, how you came to be where you are now, as far as like for other artists, for other aspiring people, that, yeah. that what it takes to do. Well, mm -hmm. I think it's like, like anything you're in, you know, if you don't, whatever career you're in, if you don't love it, um, and I mean, of course there's money that can be the thing you love, but if you don't love what you're in, there's, you're gonna come up against a wall sometimes where it's just not worth it, right? And so, you know, we, we've had plenty of times where it'd be easier to just do something else. But, but you, you know, you, you know and, and even if you think, you know, today it may not be that interesting, the next day, you know, you come in and you see something, you're like, yeah, that's, what, that's why I do it, you know. Because it's, it's the things that resonates for us. So you have, you know, if, if you're going to become a doctor, you like to help people or you find that interesting. We, we think being an artist is the most important thing we can do, right? And 
you know, and I think, I, I remember when I was young and I'd go into a museum and see a painting that was incredible. To me, that's like the most uh, awesome thing in this world, right? That's why I wanted to become an artist. And I don't think other people feel that. There, there's some people who feel that who could, who, who never would have the ability to become an artist. They don't have the skills, or they couldn't develop them. But out of all the artists that, that actually have the ability, not everybody feels that way. Not, uh, and if they do, they'd keep going, and that's what they do full time. You, you find a way to make it work. You do, right? and, but I think you, you also have to have a really strong sense of integrity for the work that we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very important and that you believe in what we do. Yeah. Uh, and you follow through and that you work every day at it and you don't undermine yourself yeah. or other artists. You have to have a good profession. business sense. Mm -hmm. And we're very strict about pricing and we don't undersell ourselves or make special deals. Or, you know, we keep everything above board and, and you know, sometimes you have to, you have to turn down, uh, you have to turn down money in order to keep everything uh, fair to all your collectors. And, how does that work the business end of it? That's obviously the, the biggest conflict, I think, uh, I think, with any artist. Yeah, with artists. Oh, yeah, definitely. because it's one of the, the things they don't really teach you in school. There's no class, that, at least that I went to when I was in school, on how yeah. to be a self-employed artist. There's yeah. so many different fields in the arts and it's really hard to gear it towards an individual self-employed yeah. artist. So you do learn a lot of this but, but by it, trial and error. Yeah, but we, we find that as we go along, being an artist with integrity is the best business, yeah. right? Like, you know, you have, you have people in retail who are good at selling stuff. They find, that you, come, you walk in the door, they can sell you something you don't want for a lot of money. So we try and do the opposite. We try and do the best thing we can and we don't, we don't try and sell anything to somebody. So it's, it's like we could find out what they like and if it's something we can, we can get into and do as well, then we can make a good match. But, but by doing, by not trying to sell to anybody, we only have happy customers, right? Anybody who has a painting of ours, the best, the best advertising is, is their friends seeing it hanging on their wall, you know? So if we always have integrity, only do things that inspire us and, and try and keep it from getting commercial, then I think in the long run, that's the best business, you know? If we don't discount, you know, to make, to get rid of paintings we don't think are that good, you know, then, uh, you just try and keep uh, you try to keep the level up as much as you can. Yeah. Right, and have a strong belief in the there's value in what we do. Yeah. There's value in the work that we do, and to live within the mean uh, the means that we create. We don't yeah. um, live an excessive lifestyle, so we try to stay within those means, and yeah. then yeah. really stay true to the value that we create in our work. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because it's money and art is always this funny balancing thing. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that we won't do things that, we won't do a subject that we, we wouldn't do on our own. You know, we do a lot of commissions, but it's a matter of finding, can you, can you do it in a good way, finding what, what this person wants, can you do that in a good way that you're, you're pleased with yourself? And we're careful too that we don't, we have a range of prices in our work so that we have work that we feel is affordable yeah. to people coming in the door, but we also recognize that these are one of the kind pieces and that they're worth what we've, we're offering them at. They're, yeah. There's a value Yeah, we have a that. fair price. So Definitely we, have a fair price. We don't share a commission with a gallery or anything, so we... Yeah, we always talk about that. Is that it is such a conflict, though, and, and I think it is a shame. Uh, I'm certainly not an artist, but we 
meet a lot of people who aren't like his dad definitely is and it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, this yeah. issue of I think peop- some artists mm-hmm. frown on having a business in art yeah. and and then there's other people who you know take it the other way and they yeah. kind of lose sight of the art and, right. and, and only yeah, have a business yeah. and like you said there doesn't seem to be yeah we try and keep voice. that balance yeah, yeah. And there's no there's no definite voice to tell you where to go you just yeah. have to find your own what well, feels good right yeah if you think about it I mean if we come up with a painting that's a great painting that everybody loves, we never do that again. These are, these are all originals. It's, it's like a terrible business proposition. Right? <laughs> yeah. right. Well, that's right. what makes good. That's the problem sometimes. Yeah. Like, great art makes terrible business. Right. Yeah. But then again, like, like you mentioned, having that integrity kind of. Yeah. But then you keep going. You, go, right. you keep finding a new way to do that thing. And if you don't do that, you as an artist will fade away too. You'll lose interest. It won't be worth it, you know. So we've got to keep excited about it, too. But it's important that we do this because we feel strongly that other artists should be able to make a living creating their work and having it be in the public. Yeah, uh, artists are terrible at that. But it's important that, that, what they do. that artists don't feel that it is just a luxury to do art. It's not. It's yeah. something that it's a human expression. It's a creative expression. And there should be a way for artists to make a living and that's, I think, what you know, what we're trying yeah. to do here. And people get a lot out of it. You know, you can tell by the people who come in. Plus, plus, we're very lucky because everybody who comes in here is very positive. Everybody, like most people, make a trip to come here, and they're already interested. It's like, it's a, it's a great career, you know, <laughs> in terms of positive feedback. Right. It gives you back a lot. Not just, I mean, you know, it's it's not always about the money. It's yeah. it's definitely gives you a lot of rewards. Um, and we, we've thought about too, like sometimes you do, uh, you say, okay, well, if I do a painting of this, probably everybody's going to buy it. So we can do a bunch of those paintings, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you know, they like, they like something that's unique or different. Yeah. yeah. That must be a really rewarding part of your guys' um, business too, is that, yeah, like you said, when anyone who comes here or anyone who leaves here with a painting yeah. is going to be pretty psyched. This is the, they're not coming in like buying a broken. Oh yeah, uh, you know, mechanic or car part or something. It's like yeah. they bought this because they wanted it. Yeah, so yeah. you're always that. I mean, I'm sure there's ups and downs to everything. Yeah. But that yeah. must be the best part. Right. Yeah, and it, plus people are coming in a good frame of mind. You know, like we we have people who probably shouldn't say this if we broadcast it, but <laughs> but we have people who we've never met before. We don't know their names or anything, and we'll give them expensive painting and just say, you know, if it works, you can send us a check. And we've never had a problem because people are not, you know, they're not going to steal something because they're coming in here for, and they have a good kind of experience looking at it. It's, it's like a, you get in that kind of happy place, you know, so there's no kind of, you know, you can trust people in that situation. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, so going on to a more very loaded topic, but yeah. just the, what art, what painting, what art, what it means for you and how. Why is it so important? Describe when you're out there in the act of painting or in yeah. the room or whatever. Yeah. How you feel? Well, that that's an interesting um, idea too. You know, why do you pick the subject that you paint? I get excited about still lifes. I get excited about landscapes. Not so much about painting people, but in the end, it's really all the same for me. It's really looking in and getting excited about the interaction of color and shapes and nuances and. It's a continual study of just the beauty that's before us that we really take for granted every single day. Um, how many people do we see on their cell phones these days? Or 
engaged in something that is removed from their immediate environment. Uh, I feel really strongly that that's why I'm a painter. It's to engage with the real life. What's my environment? What's going on around me? What's the beauty that's, yeah, that's here? Like and to share that with other people. It's very powerful. And, and so powerful that I can be out painting and almost be in tears because of something that I'm seeing that I feel is so momentary and going to be gone in a second. And yet here I am in the presence of it and I'm witnessing it. And hopefully I can somehow share that, capture it, and you know, give it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah people, people are artists because they notice things. And in a way, it's to our... Um, yeah. What's that? My, I can grab it. Yeah, it's in my purse. It's right behind the chair. Yeah. There's something in here. Sorry. Is that your phone? Yeah. <laughs> so I just noticed too that you kind of yeah. all our stuff right. In the oh, sorry. Sorry about this. Just in case anyone walks in. Oh no, it's all right. They won't walk in with the I got doors the, I got the closed. You, you're and fine. I, I could have turned this off. Yeah, I'm ah. wondering if that was the, it's been okay. But Should I, I leave it on for continuity or? No, 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 Take the turning off is fine, yeah. I, I don't think, it wouldn't have been okay. I didn't even know that. I didn't hear much of it. Yeah. White noise. What were we talking about? Um, the, the, you know, why do you paint? The love of art. Oh yeah, oh. and uh. A loaded, very loaded yeah. question. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, art, artists are, visual artists are people who notice things. In a way, our, our job is to show other people who don't notice things what to look at, you know, like little moments that we, that we find. But, um, <coughs> um, so I, I grew up in the Middle East. It was very kind of a visually rich place. You know, like in Yemen, they, you know, they wear turbans and they have daggers and it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's like an old, it's something out of the movies, you know, and, or in Egypt, it was really interesting. So, and being someone who, you know, you don't understand everything people are talking about. It was a very visual world. So I got very interested in portraits, I always think, because of that. Because mm -hmm. I was so used to looking at people. And, and, um, and then, of course, Cape is a beautiful spot. And, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. So every, that leads to landscapes. So, what were you? Were your family in politics? Yeah, my my father's in the foreign service. Okay. Wow, so we experience. traveled around quite a bit. Yeah. You had to be out there. Which is funny because our kids, you know, they've been to Boston a couple times. <laughs> Santa Fe. Yeah. Santa Fe. Cape Cod is on the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, as sort of like adv advocacy about art and local oh, yeah. art and supporting anything you would want to say, you know, publicly about what people should uh, be doing, whether you're an artist or not an artist, how you can help support. Thinking, okay. thinking, <laughs> thinking, thinking. Um, Processing. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think it's good for us to be out painting so that we can be visible for people to see us in doing what we do. I'd like to see more people out painting outdoors in the landscape so that people are more cognizant, they're more aware that this is a profession. If you go down further Cape, you go to Provincetown, artists are out on the street painting all the time. It's natural. Well, we went up, did a trip up to Monhegan Island years ago and if you're not an artist and you're on the island, you're, an out, you're kind of an outsider. Yeah, so many, it's a small island, there's so many artists painting everywhere 
that nobody looks at what you're doing. It's, and really it's almost like this is what you do. You you go Whereas out and we'll you paint, and you you take in the beautiful surroundings, and you study it, you appreciate it, you express it. Uh, that's the goal. That's the purpose. So I'd like to see more artists out actually painting yeah, because it gives us. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It's good for the your local culture. It yeah. brings interest. It helps promote this beautiful uh, an appreciation of the arts and the we are aware of the beautiful surroundings. So. And it's good for commerce. You know, I think Provincetown is a destination because of the arts. They do well. If you think about what else is down in Provincetown, you might have theater, you might have some of the other arts. It used to be a fishing village, but it's really the arts that are such a strong draw to that yeah. community. And if we had something like that in other parts of the Cape, yeah. I think it would do well, f you know, local businesses would yeah. do a lot well, better. Well, any of the creative arts, like we're, we're all consumers on the internet of imagery and creative, use of word and, and music and all that but it, but it's we have it all around us and we're we're you know 15th century we're done we do it by hand you know so but there's Falmouth actually has a rich rich a lot of culture here a lot of music and a lot going on and a lot of a lot of people are skilled and and doing all these little things yeah. um, and the technology that we have today is helpful. We, we can go out, if we're painting on location, take a little snapshot of the scene if we want to remember it at all. Um, but it's what we do. I think that people say, is you know, painting dead? Is it really going to last over time? Yeah, and I think it will because it's a human expression and it's one of these things that the further away you get from it, the more you really appreciate it. We're going to look back and think, why, you know, why, yeah. why, did, why did that go by the wayside if, if people stopped doing it? What's, what's hard is if, uh, if, the, if the craftsmanship goes away because it takes many years of focus to develop your hand and your eye to learn you know, techniques for image making. And are people going to lose the focus to be able to do that? Right. Because you know? they want everything Who, so Who's going to spend you know, four years mixed grinding paint and right. you know, doing that sort right. of thing? Right. So it's going to change. but. Hopefully it doesn't. I think that's the beauty yeah. of people like you is that art, yeah. it's not, um, you, you don't do it because it's, you don't do it because it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's just you do it because it's yeah. like a, it's a, it means something to you. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that said, I have, a, I have a friend who's a guidance counselor, also an artist. He always, you know, the kids who want to be artists, he tell them to quit because mm -hmm. the, the ones that didn't quit were going to, be able to get somewhere with it, you know. They'd have a lot so of it drive. It kind of doesn't matter what you say. It's if you're one of those people, you're going to keep going. So. You can visit the Osborne and Brew Gallery on 114 Palmer Ave, Falmouth, Massachusetts. And if you're lucky, you can even catch them painting right there in the studio. Blindside is a sandwich community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.